from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to Superiority Complex. Take two. Take two. For those of you uh, at home, you won't even notice a difference. We're actually having to restart. Uh, I, I screwed something up. It's, it's all my fault, and uh, I apologize to my patient crew, of which today, Justine, Patrick, Hi. Jake, Hi. and our very special guest today, Calais. Howdy, hi. Hey, that's a great greeting. Uh, we're all, Yeah, we're applauding. Yay, Kalei. Kalei, do you quickly want to retell the story of, because I'm, I'm sure you have to do this all the time, how you got your name, because it is a fascinating story. Sure, I'd be happy to. So <laughs> I'm named after my dad's first Dungeons & Dragons character, his very first one. I was going to be named Oracle, but my dad had a little counter moment with my mom and said, if we're going a different route with her name, why don't we take a look at some of the characters I've built before? And Kalei was the winner. What was Kalei? What, what class was Kalei? It's a great question. I'd love to find out that answer for you. Let's research that. You don't know? Let's research that. She a fighter? She was a fighter. Okay. I just rewatched Freaks and Geeks where, uh, where Daniel becomes, a, at the end, Carlos the Dwarf. Um, and you were so Oracle Batgirl. You had a Batgirl or a Dungeons and Dragons name. I love that. And uh, and then we talked about oh, uh, update for the for the for the listeners. John Sandy is a okay. He won't be joining us today, but he's uh, recovering from his surgery and will probably be with us next week. We miss you, John Sandy. We miss John Sandy. What what are you doing? Say that because he listens to the show. What are you doing, Patrick? Oh, Jake. I mean. Huh? Oh, you're looking at the cat? I'm looking at the cat back there. The cat's uh, cleaning himself in the background back there. That's probably what Patrick does because he has his camera She's off. perfectly framed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Patrick, you know it. Patrick and I are just getting over a cold. We uh, we made out after Brent's uh, uh, birthday yeah, party last week. We were paying the price for it. Yeah, we are. Yeah. But, you know, it was worth it, was it not? Every moment. Uh, and we just, we, well, the great thing is we made out in front of Jake. Yeah, just to hurt his feelings. And right? we made eye contact with him at the same simultaneously. Somehow, both of us able to make eye contact with Jake. We had our hands out, out held out, kind of just gesturing to push him away, so we knew <laughs> he wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah, we each, we kind of each covered. We put we had our arms that. out, and we kind of each covered one point of the compass. <laughs> <laughs> just <the> hands out. <laughs> just to Not keep for him for you. No, none for you. None for you. Uh, yeah, Patrick, a uh, 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 great kisser, and uh, the beard doesn't tickle as much as you think. So uh, it's conditioned. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven. On the nice, old. thank you. Yeah, what do you give it, Justine? Uh, when I saw it, I gave it like a two. Wow! Uh, well, you talked about it and explained the love. I give it like a five. Oh, nice. Well, what about when you kiss uh, Patrick? What, what What's that? Uh... It's like an 11. Wow. That is yeah. very honest. That was very cute. I feel bad for cheapening your relationship with a with a bad homophobic joke about making out with Patrick. This made me feel special. Yeah. An 11. What, what is uh, Justine on the scale, uh, Patrick? Oh, dude. Can't measure it. Wow. This is weird today. It's a lot of love going on today. It's infectious, like, mm, our just like our cold, like our colds. 
Speaking of infectious, nobody's watching the the Last of Us, and there is a you want to talk about a makeout scene. Spoiler alert. I can't tell you anything, but um, who's making out? You'll have to watch the show. You'll have to watch the show. Uh, yeah. The show just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Yeah. You're enjoying it. It's good time. It's good, good, good I, stuff. I've only heard good things. I'll tell you what. Uh, the biggest critic is probably the Lilypot, who uh, is a huge. That's her favorite video game of all time. And uh, <laughs> she, she, uh, she was a little uh, skeptical at first. I think she liked the first episode, but she really loved the second episode. And they've actually made some changes to the game as far as how the the infection spreads. Uh, but, oh, they've changed they? the story already. But it in in my opinion, in my opinion, it makes it uh, even more scary. Uh, that, that to me, okay, it makes it even more scary and uh, interesting. Makes mm. makes survival even more difficult. What did you ask, Justine? I'm sorry. I asked if it was a zombie show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she's never played the game. You ever played the game? Well, they're not zombies it's, per se. It's a little different. Um, is, actually, is it a spoiler to talk about it? I mean, is it like? Is it like? Um, what if she plays it? Don't worry. It zombies. No. Or more like. Um, do you want to know if they're? Do you want to know if they're runners or shamblers? Is that what you're asking me for? They're runners. They're runners, but they don't have motor control. What? So, like uh, Will Smith zombies? They're not zombies per se. They are, Is but a spoiler. They yeah, are, but they, they aren't. Talk about it pretty early on, don't they? Or no? Oh yeah, yeah. Every you... time you say per se, it reminds me of that episode of South Park where <laughs> uh, Stan joins the goth kids and becomes a vampire, <laughs> and they're constantly saying, "Actually, per se, uh, I'm not a vampire per se, but." <laughs> losing my shit right now. oh well thank you thank you uh, so do you want uh, okay spoiler alert here's how you want me to spoil it for you justine no it's okay. a minor it's it's very it's a minor spoiler it, on how it on how so they're it not works. zombies like you get bit and then well i don't know anything about it so if i go into it not knowing anything it'll be a surprise okay then don't then watch it Ooh. why don't you watch it right why don't you guys watch it since you've had it's two a, weeks to do so Right now, and we're yeah, yeah no, don't watch interesting it. take on a zombie apocalypse. And it's a great video you game. You said they're not zombies. They well, they are not zombies per se. <laughs> are they yes and no? Stop it. <laughs> you know what? You know what show isn't getting great great reviews? The new Velma series. I've and heard that, it, uh, and that's Mindy Kaling, which is surprising because uh, one point eight, I believe, on IMDb. How sad. It's a cartoon. Why are you going to rate it so low? There's some shitty cartoons out there. There's some shitty cartoons yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. Awful. Like, um... It only has 30 votes on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? So nobody's watching it. They're just hating on yeah. it. <laughs> people oh, it's just like, the people hating on it, then. Thank, see, it's, it's going to be great having Kalai here because she's going to be able to, uh, to to kind of fact check everything. Cause she'll she she'll actually look at look stuff up while we're thank God somebody's here that'll finally do that because I know Lord knows I'm not gonna do it I gotta run things I gotta juggle I gotta juggle all these I gotta keep all your balls in the air hey how you doing um <laughs> yeah I don't I don't even know what to say b- before I broke uh, from the last one I was just gonna tell you guys that Goldeneye 
uh, 007 coming to the Switch and the game and Xbox Game Pass January 27th. So if you ever if you're thinking about getting a PS5 or an Xbox, mm-hmm. there's your answer. The Xbox one is weird to me. I understand the Switch, it's a Nintendo property, but the Xbox I don't get. They're just trying to get that game is is out there. It, it, it must be because it's a what is it rare? It's rare, yeah. rare, yeah. yeah, yeah. It must be because they they have a few games mm-hmm. on uh, on Xbox. Yeah, and now are they doing it for like the N sixty four the digital edition thing? I don't know. Yeah, for the like standalone, they're doing the uh, or for the um, the Switch Online expansion. It's probably going to be added onto the N sixty four virtual console. Mm. All right, now I got to buy a Switch. Yeah, you have Xbox. Yeah, I know. The great thing is uh, a lot of your stuff. Great thing is the kid's in college now, and she's uh, away from home for hours at a time. So I'm just gonna go up there and. Get the switch out. Steal her stuff. Bust that out. That's right. All right. Well, what a great show, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Uh, glad we finished. We're out of steam. <clears throat> I was like, oh, we're going to talk about Last of Us. That'll take up a, a chunk of, a great chunk of our uh, of our show. Nobody oh, wait, what, what is it I'm on? HBO? You're enjoying it. HBO. It is HBO. It's great. Uh, good stuff. They're, they're on what, episode three now? Three uh, it'll be episode three coming up uh, next Sunday. Okay. Episode two was yesterday. So next Sunday, this Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you're saying the longer I wait, I can just watch the whole entire season. Yeah. Yeah, you could. But it I think it works. You don't have to wait for it to come back. That's what we did with Andor. I'll tell you what. I think I told you when we talked about Andor. I said I hate waiting for new episodes. I hate watching TV that way. Very few shows I feel are worth watching that way because, you know, I grew up that way. And it's like, now, just give it all to me. I want to watch all eight episodes in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, this is actually worth it. This is a show where I'm looking forward to them kind of parsing it out. I'm looking forward to watching it unfold. So, and so it seems each episode kind of like wraps up like a chapter. Pretty, it's pretty much following each chapter of the game. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty much following each chapter of the game. So, uh, it's very well done. Very, 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 very well done. Yeah, I heard some of the voice actors have some cameos. Yes, um, I saw Laura Bailey and Troy Baker had a had a part in mm-hmm. there. Um, Troy Baker, who played um, Joel, Joel, and then uh, Laura Bailey played Ellie. Yeah. Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, Are they on the island? Like a bunch of Ashley kids. Ashley Johnson played Ellie. Or sorry, not Laura Bailey. Ashley Johnson. What am I saying? Oh, I'm a, I'm a, Are they on an I'm island? No, they're not on an island. They're in an island of humanity. Is that? I'm thinking of a different game then. You're thinking of Dead Island. You're thinking of Dead Island. Because mm-hmm. you're thinking of actual zombies. Yeah, these aren't zombies per se. You know? Thank you, Jake. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to find that meme. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a werewolf game. A werewolf. A werewolf Werewolf. Oh, their castle. All right, great, great stuff, guys. Good, good energy today. I feel feel very high Ooh. energy. I'm I'm coming off this cold. I apologize. Still groggy from my nighttime cough medicine. Haven't had caffeine today. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on up here. But you know what? Yeah, you're a mess. We soldier on. That's what we do here. We we soldier on. Right. Caffeine. We all float on, just like modest mouse. Caffeine, I'm worried. What's wrong? Yeah, no caffeine. No caffeine? That's worrisome. Why? You don't drink caffeine? 
I do. I don't. I don't need it. I don't need. I. I will. You know, the a few when I wasn't feeling good, I skipped caffeine for a day, and I woke up the second day, and I had a terrible headache, and I realized it was because I hadn't had caffeine. But that is because that just shows that I need to wean myself from it. I love caffeine. I don't need Number it. Number one abused I, drug in America. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Keeps me going to that, every day. Yeah. I was thinking of the quarry. I just found it. Oh, the quarry. I like that. That was a good game. I didn't play the that. Quarry? Q-U-A-R-R-Y. The quarry. The quarry. Yeah, it was, uh, came out last year. It was pretty popular. That one. That was a good one. Oh. Great uh-huh. radio. Yeah. It's like, um... <sighs> Yeah, it's like uh, it's like you're following like a horror movie. You're it's like an interactive yeah. horror movie. Yeah, it's a werewolf. Yeah, why would you Way spoil it? Game. Wow, Justine. Well, now I know the last Among Us is. About I was about to play it when we were done, day. and you ruined the surprise for me. Now I can't play it. Mm. It's good. I didn't play it. I actually just watched someone play it. Mm, that's one of those games where you can watch somebody play it and you can get a pretty good you can get some good enjoyment out of it. Actually, if you, <clears throat> actually if you want to if you want to watch The Last of Us, someone posted all the cutscenes. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's been out there for a while. See, why watch the show when you can watch the game? Yeah, just watch the cutscenes. Should yeah, you watch, watch all the cutscenes first before you watch the uh, that's a that's a very good question. I don't know. I like watching the games usually, but I haven't had a game turn into a show yet. Uh, this sure is the show is meant to be watched without having any reference of the video game, you know? Right. The you, game it, is a good watch, though. If you, I feel like if I've played the game and I, I'm watching the show and I feel like if you've played the game, you're going to get some nice insight into things because you kind of know where things are going and you know what's going on. And it is cool to see everything realized you know, like there's opening, there's scenes in the, there's scenes that are right out of the game. There's dialogue that's right out of the game. But I feel like if you're watching this as just a, a person who's unfamiliar with it, it's just a good quality show. So I think you can, you win either way. It just depends on mm-hmm. whether or not you want to know what's happening. I feel like the game would be better because you would appreciate it more. Maybe. If I, went the, if I went the other way, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you could play it on your PS5 right now. Yeah, yeah like, um, I highly recommend playing Angry Birds before actually watching the movie. Right. It really adds, it really kind of adds to the overall enjoyment. You get yeah. some depth to those you characters. You know the characters yeah. before like actually was, watching wow. them. Yeah, wow. Back. I feel That's like as Birds, you can actually hear them talk before you actually play them silently. Yeah. So right. you should probably watch the movie first. Maybe. That's a good point. <laughs> These are the fucking monsters that say the movie was better than the book. <laughs> Good lord! Sometimes, the the, sometimes the movie is better than the book. No, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Would you rather read Lord of the Rings? Love your Angry Birds. Would you rather read Lord of the Rings and get through Tom Bombadil, or would you rather watch Lord of the Rings and have no Tom Bombadil? You want honest opinion? Go for it. Read it. Because there's a difference with a book and a movie are very different and being able to immerse yourself in an actual piece of literature and enjoy it and thoroughly 
get lost in the world of your own imagination as well as what the author describes to you is very different from what someone is trying to portray on the screen. Yes, Lord of the Rings, the movies are great, fun, and fantastic, but in comparison to the book and the joy and wonder it brings you, it's not the same thing. Uh, I specifically brought up Lord of the Rings so that uh, Jake can answer it, so thank you, well, that's Patrick. Easy. Read the books. <laughs> that being said... Jake never read the books. I read, I got up to the point where... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Aragorn, where Aragorn, uh, where the gang like are making their way up to Weathertop. It's like 40 pages. It's a whole chapter on just that. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have been shoving Lord of the Rings down our throats for years. Especially with Golem. You talk about Golem all And you, well, (laughs) and you never read the books? No. Even I've read the books. I'm proud of you. He spends so much time though, like talking about. I'll tell you what I think. When the movie was when the movie was going to come out, I finally forced myself to sit down and read it. I would always get to the Council of Elrond and just quit. I'd just be like, I cannot do this, man. I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> I had a hard time with like places and if it's an actual person like that. Confused me with the names. That was very confusing. I finally got through it. Yeah, elves are weird about that. Elves are weird like that. They all, all their names all kind of sound similar. <laughs> Galadriel sounds like it could be that could totally be a place. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. The book is always better yeah. than the movie, of course, Patrick. I should read the book at some point in my life, you know. At least The Hobbit. No. You had to read The Hobbit. I had to read it in school. Why is that three movies long? God, that's awful. The Hobbit's yeah, terrible. Just, you know. Do you have wait, thoughts, wait, you wait. Have thoughts on The Hobbit? Wait. Uh, hey, have you read The Hobbit? Don't yeah. talk about the movie. Thank you. It, they already made an animated movie. It was like an hour and a half. Nice, perfect, little packed movie. And then they on. remake it. And they turn like a 300-page book into... A nine-hour fucking yeah. Because song. guys like you kept clamoring for more Lord of the Rings. I, I want the extended this. edition. I didn't want three movies out of the three hundred page kids. So thing. they're like, oh, these people are eating this up. Let's do three movies of the Hobbit. Let's make it a trilogy. No, we wanted the Ring of Power. We wanted some backstory and context. We could have done it in one movie. Absolutely, one three-hour movie. Just read well, the book. Just read the book. Hobbit's wow, easy. Hobbit's a quick read. Just read the fucking book. Hobbit's a quick read. Easy. Do I have it? Easy peasy. You don't have to I check. Don't think I have it. The cat is very interested in whether or not you have the book. Did you see the cat? I can't, like, well, can't deal with this right now. She's staring at me. She's judging me. Yeah. She's like, look what a nerd this guy is. <laughs> Jake, the Hobbit is literally like a day read. That's it. It's a sit down with a cup of coffee read. Yeah. You got to have that caffeine. No, it's a sit-down read for, like, most average people, Jake. That is, like, a, a couple hours to read that book. Kalei, what's your favorite uh, book? Of all time? Yes, all time. All-time goat. All-time goat. It's called a Princess. It's a biopic of a Saudi Arabian princess that was written by an anthropologist who traveled over there. But they don't use any of the real names to protect her identity. That's insane. 
Boy, you just made us all look like jerks because I was going to say <laughs> the novelization of Star Wars. And then Jake was going to say <laughs> the Hobbit picture book. Paddington Bear. Goes to the- <laughs> and Justine was going to be like the unauthorized biography of the Spice Girls. I take back my comment earlier about the fact that uh, the movie is never better than the book. There is one instance the, where there, the movie is better. Than there the has book. to be, of course. Paddington Bear? No. Princess Bride. Oh. Mostly because the book was written after the movie. There you go. That makes a difference, though. Books based off movies are never as good. No, no, though. It's uh, the great thing about the book. If you've never read Princess Bride, I read it. We had to read it in high school uh, and watch the movie right after. It's a match. Like, it's identical. They they do a perfect job with that book and that movie. They match, like, word for word. It's It's done in such a way that they do a really good job. So you can just watch the movie. In that instance, yes, I would say you can. Yeah, so why not just watch the extended editions of all the Lord of the Rings movies, you know? Read the fucking book. <laughs> I got so many. I got to read Neverwhere, and then there's other books I have. I'm not even asking you to read Lord of the Rings. Just read The Hobbit, Okay. Again, it's a couple hours. Read it. Sit down. You be fine. And it Hold doesn't on. have the twelve different pages from Weathertop. I might. I, I should probably just skip that chapter, and just keep going. Yeah, it's just talking about the trees and the mountains. It's fine. I know. I know what trees and mountains look like, and that's fine if we get some good description on on the way up. But it's like it's. I can take maybe I can take like 10, 15 pages of description on like the scene walking up, but then it's like, okay, still going. Uh, the All Princess right. Bride was written in 1973. Was that before? Was it that was before then? Mm-hmm. Before then? So yeah, like right I think the book, and the, the book and the screenplay were adapted at the same time. But it's if you read it, it's it's almost identical. I was looking that up too. Oh. Hmm. Good for them. There you go. Seventy. I figured that. Yeah. Usually. So there you go. Incredible. Movies always better. Our book is always better. There you go. Movies always better. You're right. (laughs) Movies like you know the you know what I will watch movies. I will watch movies of stuff I never want to read. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you give me, uh, I think my wife is reading War and Peace right now. I'll watch the movie. I mean that book's a slog, regardless. Yeah. I don't need uh, 365 chapters of anything, you know. I can't do it. Yeah, it's long. How big is the book? It's a big book. It's biblical. Yeah, it's a big book. Who is War and Peace? Uh, Mm, The name of a good rapper. Tolstoy, War and Peace. Yeah, it's a good one. Pages twelve hundred and twenty-five in the first published edition. Yep. God damn! And yet I bought. That's a lot. And yet I bought this book. And yet I have this book. Yeah, but it, we, I mean, of kings. Uh, how many pages is that? It's like a solid book. A thousand. Uh, it's no war and peace, but it's also the it's also the subject matter. I mean, you know, are there you're... pictures of maps in it too? 
Yeah, they got maps in it. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, there's, I think it's in the back. That's what helped so. me with Lord of the Rings when I tried. Yeah. I tried to get I tried to get myself back into reading, so I bought some popular fantasy novels. Uh-huh. And then I brought them home. Uh-huh. And then I looked at it. I'm like, oh no. You can do it, bro. I know I, I can't I know I can't. I can do it. It's weird what everyone will read for. I read a lot of uh nonfiction. Uh a lot. So it's harder for me to sit down and read fiction than it is to read nonfiction. Uh, I don't That's know. That's the historian in you, though. Yeah, but yeah, it's weird though. But I'll read like a, I'll knock out like a, a thousand page book on World War II, no problem. And you give me like a three hundred page novel, and I'm like, oh, this is taking me forever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just it, that's just the way it is. You have things that you like. It's just like TV or anything else, or music. You have albums that you do, you'll devour and listen to over and over, and then other stuff where you're like, mm, mm. I don't really need to read, listen to that. Give me a dark, gritty book about vampires. I'll eat that shit off. Yeah, I don't, but I don't need to listen to an album by Blink-183 Doors Down or whatever they're called, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think you got it. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever that is, you know. Uh, yeah, All-American yeah. Super, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bowling for Ben Folds or whatever they're called, you know? Bowling for Rejects. <laughs> yeah, Bowling for Rejects. Oh Excuse God, me. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> Plain Panic white maroon. The plain white maroon five. <laughs> Panic in the disco breaking up. They're they're yeah, it. They're okay, done. Mario? What? Yeah. Wait. They, wait hold on. They announced yeah, this week. This happened. They announced yesterday. The, the, yeah. How are they breaking really? up? It's only one member. Wow. Good for you, wow. Justine. Zing. God damn. Zing. Drop the name, Brandon. You're fine. I mean, okay. Spice Girls broke up and they don't really sing, so that's. Damn. And he just ends. I just made Patrick watch a whole video, like 30 Fucking minutes. Of God, it was film. so annoying. Why would you? Yeah. Like, they went through their history. I was literally like, what the fuck am I watching? What is going on right now? <laughs> Why did you make him watch that? It was just a bunch of old British women, like, slowly swaying back and forth. It was confusing as hell. <laughs> You're watching a horror movie? That sounds like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, like, like, were you watching The Nun? Look at like, those moves Justine has. Up there. She's doing some Spice Girls kind of thing. She's oh, yeah, she was dancing the whole fucking time, too. Yeah, it was great. You look like you're doing, like, some kind of old-timey, like, it, it's almost yeah, like the beginning they of... They have a song called Stop, and they do, like, a, they do, like, the motions for it. And then they have a little dance. Do the dancey dance. Anyways. That's okay. great. That's great. Good for you. I uh, love it. Yeah. Love it. Who's your favorite? Our Patreon. We'll, we'll, you can teach us. You can teach us. Yeah, dance, we'll put know. that on Patreon. Justine will teach you the stop dance. You'll be begging her to stop by the time stop. it's over. Hey, how you Please. doing? Hey, Patrick, same thing. Same joke. Good job, buddy. Good job. Look at the kitties out. Kitty's asleep. Kitty's sleeping. Midnight. Kitty's out. Midnight and the kitties are sleeping. Okay, um, <clears throat> Kali, let's. Uh, Jake walked away, so let's let's grill you for a second. Sure. You have that game, Mario? Fuck, he's back. You want to do a game? You want to do? Yeah, you want to do a game? We can do a game. I was actually thinking about it. I have a. I have my stuff. You should know. 
Go for it. Fire away. Justine doesn't like this one. Never mind. You see her? Justine doesn't drive the show, okay? <laughs> Just because you have to live in the same house and you fear retribution doesn't mean I have to. I'm miles I'm away. Sorry. You don't have to live with the bruises. She already made you watch a Spice Girls film. Get some chutzpah. It's just a YouTube video someone put together, but it was great. Get get some chutzpah and fire back, okay? This is how you fight back. Mm-hmm. 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 Are you doing it or not? What game you want to play? No, no, no. Go for it. I'll find a quiz. I'll find some weird quiz on, on the... Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah, all right. I think you can do this or that. Come on, give me a topic. A topic. Mm-hmm. Give me. What do you guys? What do you think the quiz should be uh, to, uh, about today? The quiz should be about today. What? What, what should it be about? What? what? Uh, oh, me. This is a question to you. It's not me. <laughs> Lord of the Rings to test Jake's knowledge. Okay. Oh, there you go. That was Patrick just trying to show that he knows more than Jake. So this no, is two I'm episodes saying, in a row that Patrick's like trying to attack me. I'm just he saying, read the books. Read the books. Now All right, here we go. <laughs> this is All sudden right. death, so the minute somebody uh, somebody loses, the, the quiz ends. Okay. All right. Is it about the movie or the book? Uh, sure. Justine, how many members of the fellowship are there? Eight, nine, ten, or eleven? I already know. Yeah. Nine. Yes, ma'am. It just sounded right. Feels right, yeah. Yeah. I thought about it, and I was like, they, I think they said nine. Uh, Patrick, who kills the Witch King, Aragorn, Gandalf, Eowyn, or Arwen? It's Eowyn. That's right. I'm no man. Mm-hmm. Jake, who never holds the ring? Aragorn, Sam, Bilbo, or Gollum? Uh, Aragorn. He doesn't want to be tempted by the ring's power. Uh, Kalai, which birthday is Bilbo celebrating at the beginning of the first film? His hundred and tenth, his hundred, his hundredth, his hundred and eleventh, his hundred and twelfth. Hundred and tenth. It's hundred and eleventh, I believe. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I, I, I said yes. I said yes to keep the quiz going, but it was a hundred and hundred eleventh birthday. Yeah, yeah, it's hundred eleventh. Hey, um, what is uh, my friend uh, Justine up there? Mar- Justine, what's Sam's wife called? Bitch, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Frodo, it's like Frodo, Sue, like like Sally's. Yes, no, it, it's Frodo. What is it? It's Frodo. Frodo. Oh, yeah, that's the it's common <laughs> Mary Linen, Lily Cotton, Mary Cotton, Rosie Cotton. I knew it was something like Sally Sue. Uh, say it again. Mary Linen, Lily Cotton, Mary Cotton, Rosie Cotton. Oh, her name's either Mary or Rosie. Rosie. Say Rosie. Mary. It's Rosie. She even whispered it to you. <laughs> uh, so this, these are the films. So, uh, Patrick, at the uh, what was the inn called that Frodo was meant to meet Gandalf in? Was it the Hopping Hare, the Flying Pig, the Hopping Horse, or the Prancing Pony? Prancing Pony. Correct. Uh, Jake, what is Gandalf's horse called? Gwai here, Starlight, Mist, Shadowfax. Uh, 
Shadow Facts. I already, I knew that one. Wow. I'm ready for that one, Shadow Facts. That's amazing. Uh, Kalai, what direction does Treebeard think feels like going downhill? Is it north, south, east, or west? Wicked Witch of the West? I believe it's south, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna plug what in west. Question? It's what direction does Treebeard think feels like going downhill? It's south. Yeah. I'm going to punch in south. It was south. Oh, it feels like going downhill. So far, you are 0 for 2. I don't know. If, uh, Jake is looking at you differently now. I don't know if you've noticed. He's... <laughs> it's a new facet of my personality, my gaps in knowledge in Lord of the Rings. That's good. To me, that's a plus. That is a plus to me. Uh, is it? No. It's all about balance. Mm -hmm. uh, you exactly. must bring balance to the force. Uh, Justine, what becomes of a knight of Gondor? Oh, no, what? I mean, who becomes a knight of Gondor? Jesus. Mary, Pippin, Frodo, or Sam? What becomes like of a knight? A bad romance novel. What becomes of a knight of Gondor? What becomes of a knight of Gondor? Uh, who becomes a knight of Gondor? Is it Mary, Pippin, Frodo, or Sam? This I don't. Gondor was the, uh, was it the horse people? No, they're the of Gondor. They're the oh, Gondor's the one where the the yeah, the white tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Pippin. No. Shit, who's that guy play? Maybe you're Pippin. Pippin. You're correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, speaking of Gondor. Who kills Denethor, Patrick? The steward of the king, you dumbass. I, you know what? Speaking of Gondor, Patrick, who kills Denethor? Is it Gandalf, yeah. Aragorn, the Witch King, or Denethor? Denethor technically kills himself. Correct. Although I would say the fall is what killed him. Yeah. Patrick, you, you've already answered. What is the fake name that Frodo travels under when in Bree? Jake, is it Overhill, Underwood, Underhill, Overwood? Um, yeah, it's Underhill. Put it on the Underhills tab. Mm -hmm. Kalai, are you nervous? A little. You should be. Which mealtime does Pippin not mention when he lists oh. them to Mary? Which one does he not mention when he lists them to Mary? Luncheon, afternoon tea, brunch, or dinner? Brunch? Correct. Yeah, you're one for th you're one for three. Thirty three percent. Hey, if you were if you were a baseball hitter, if you were a baseball player, you'd be hitting three hundred, and that is excellent average for the season. All right, so you're on the board. And that's so you're on the board. That's all that matters. Uh, Justine, what is Frodo's sword called? Is it Sting, Narsil, Fang, or Needle? Sting. That's right. Uh, Patrick Needles, uh, Needles Game of Thrones Patrick which of these places yeah. is in Minas Morgul oh you can't see you can't tell I, I don't even know oh it's a picture yeah uh, it should be the place that looks really dark and fucked up uh, oh it's true I, you got it yeah. you got it speak friend and enter uh, mm -hmm. so Patrick, let's ask you this. What is Frodo's arm armor made of? 
Mithril, Elendil, Arendil, Dwarven Steel. Mithril. That's right. How many arrows kill Boromir in the first movie, Jake? <laughs> One, two, three, or four? What are the huh? numbers? One, two, three, four. Oh, my God. I say go for the max. Jake, this is your movie. It's three, you bum. Yep. That's it. Fun fact about that scene. Uh, the song they're singing in Elvish is actually Boromir's theme song. Uh, and it is them saying, I do not love the warrior for his shield or axe or his sword or axe. I love him for the shield he carries to protect. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. All right. Uh, Clyde, since, since this is, this is very important to Jake. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do, you're, we're gonna focus. You're gonna have your own quiz, all right? Ooh. And this is which Lord of the Rings character are you? Okay. Ooh, personality quiz. So personality quiz, all right? Okay. Let me That's ask. Like, okay, so these are questions that are very personal. So I apologize in advance, and if you don't feel comfortable answering, I'll just make up an answer for you based on sure. the five minutes I spent with you already. Okay. <clears throat> uh, if you could be any weapon in the world, what would it be? Would it be a bow and arrow? A broadsword, an axe, an axe, an enchanted sword, or magic. Magic. Friendship is magic, by the way. When you sit down for a meal, what does it usually include? Does it include lots of good meat and beer, organic foods, homemade food, and uh, your the closest of friends? Is it a feast or is it a light meal with tea included? Uh, the third one with the friends. Oh, okay, you're watching Friends and you're eating in front of the TV. When it comes to girls slash guys, you have one and you're happy. Oh, this is a good question. Uh, B, find no need for for you find no need for one. Uh, you take what you can get. I can already know the answer to this one. Uh, you're a bit shy, or you're looking for the perfect one. Find no need, but enjoy discovery. <laughs> this, I like that. I like that. Okay. You and your comrades are out when you're attacked by many orcs. What do you do? Do you start attacking from afar? Do you chop them up? Do you get scared, but fight as best as you can? Do you fight and guide the others, or do you protect the others? Protect. All right. I would have been like, uh, later. You're in the market, and there are a lot of people. Uh, how do you feel? Are you uneasy because you're a loner? Do you, do you not really pay attention to the people? Uh, are you okay because you don't fear people? Uh, you're okay if you have a friend or two? Or are you suspicious of who might be there, but otherwise fine? I'm okay if I have a friend or two. I'm secretly playing along, by the way. Uh, you're halfway there. Oh, no, your best friend has just been killed. What is your immediate reaction? Uh, you go and see if you can bring him back to life. Uh, you don't exactly have a best friend. You're sad, but you don't show it. You feel sympathy, but you hide it. Or you cry and get depressed. 
The first one was I could bring them back to life? Yeah. Oh. You, you try to see if you can. Okay, yeah, I try and see if I can bring them back. A little seance moment. Or CPR, you know. <laughs> 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 whichever's let's not, whichever's let's more practical yeah no it's <laughs> uh what would you do if you were given the ring would you take it for yourself you would never take it uh you wouldn't even be offered it you'd give it back uh because you do not want or you would hesitate but do as you were told it's a little moral yeah I'd like to think I'd give it back. Okay. All right. I mean, you wouldn't, but you, we all like to think that, right? I mean, of course. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the context of this quiz, I'd give it back. Sure, why not? Rumor has it evil is brewing in the forest. What do you do? Do you show up just when all hope is lost? Do you fight because you have no reason to fear evil? Do you go fight but scared the whole way? Do you gather some people to fight it? Or do you not worry about it because it doesn't affect you? I gather some people to fight it. All right, nice. Activist. Community Activist. effort. Activism, I was going to say. You were asked to describe yourself in one word. Which do you use? Courageous, compassionate, wise, strong, loyal. Compassionate. All right. All right. Somebody has decided to write a book about you. What is the title? Against All Odds, The Best and Worst of War, Never Give Up, one person, two sides, beyond all fears. Against all odds. All right. That's a horrible Phil uh, Collins song, too. All right. What have you been given? You've been given the opportunity to landscape your lawn. How do you do it? Okay. Uh, does it depend on your mood on that day? Is it an elaborate garden with brick pathways? Rocks, lots of rocks. Trees and some smaller plants. A small garden and a lot of grass. Oh, it's elaborate. Cute little pathway. All right. We're, we're doing some uh, some animal crossing here. What is one thing you would regret if it ever happened to you? You regret nothing ever. Uh, you do something that would cause you to lose your best friend. You hurt the love of your life. You give somebody a task they aren't able to accomplish. Or you make a mistake that would disappoint a lot of people. Lose my best friend. Okay. Calculating. Calculating. Oh, here we go. Do we drum roll or? You are, okay. you wow. are Frodo. Nice. Wow. Patrick would love wow. that. You're a bit of a wimp, but <laughs> if you must do something, you will overcome fears to do it. Even so, you're a caring person who likes to have friends. You don't look or think like you were born for greatness, but you never know. What an insulting quiz. That's <laughs> fucked up. Wow. That's a little fucked up. Good job, though. Good job. You're the star. You're the main character. You got the main character. You're the main character. How's that feel? Feels good. Like Feels the storyline. All right. Let's take a quick break. and we come back, uh, Mr. Frodo is going to guide us into uh, this week's movie, which is Selena. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get some, we're going to water up. We might even use some facilities and we'll be right back after these messages.
We are back, everybody. What a great way to take a, 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 a long break there. A long, long break. Is that what we did? We Something did. We, like took, that. we took a long break, but we're, we're back to let you know we can really shake them down. And uh, everybody is going to be happy to hear that I was able to grab off of the shelf uh, Brain Quest. This is just an oh, absolute yeah. favorite game. Great. Never played it here before. Oh, this always reminds me you're smarter than a fifth year old. Yeah, exactly. Justine's out. <laughs> she hates this game. My internet sucks right now. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we can't use that. <laughs> you just reached the router. I started it. My internet's great right now. My internet sucks. I'm proud of you, Justine. I'm really. It's funny proud. that you're not. It's like you're still saying the full sentence, but it's broken up instead of us missing parts of it. So. <laughs> I'm really so, But my internet, it's it's just really bad. I don't. <laughs> you're you're okay. saying full words. Just you're talking like a robot. The sentences just. I don't. <laughs> you, you uh, just. <laughs> I was willing to go with it. <laughs> You're really terrible at this, Justine. <laughs> you okay? You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Something wrong. You're speaking. You're saying. You're being really. You're saying things really weird. <laughs> uh. Justine had a stroke. Uh, Justine, uh, is this a compound sentence? Bill played Tom Sawyer and I played Becky. Is that a compound sentence, Justine? Justine, we're waiting. She she literally left. Did she really? <laughs> gone. She's gone. Where did she go? Uh, I'll answer for her. I'm going to say yes, it is. You're right, Patrick. Patrick, our, question, you're, question. Jake, we'll, we'll, we'll consider that your question, Jake. Or Patrick. Jesus. <laughs> Nope, name's not Jesus either. Jake, what was the name of uh, what was what was the native language of Louis the Fourteenth and Charles de Gaulle? What was the native Louis language? Louis the Fourteenth and Charles yeah. de Gaulle. And Charles, um, uh, French, probably French. If I were to say, yeah, correct. Calais was yes, the French and Indian War. Fought before or after 1776? Before. Correct. You went back and listened to the last of the Mohicans episode. I I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, Patrick, the atomic bomb could not exist without radioactivity. True or false? Um, false. It is true. It's true. It is true. Jake, is one-fifth of 45 equal to or greater than one-fourth of 36? One-fifth of 45, is that equal or greater to one-fourth of 36? They're equal. They're both nine. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Calais, what noun can you make from the verb applaud? What? What noun can you make from the verb applaud? Oh. Person, place, or thing. Correct. Is the verb Applause. Applaud. Correct. Mm-hmm. Nice. Patrick, after which war did many African countries achieve independence? Um, 
Uh, I have no clue. World War II. World War II. Uh, Jake, during osmosis, what passes through a cell membrane? Through osmosis is oxygen. No. No. Water. Water. Calais knew it. Calais knew it. It is the diffusion of water through a semi-permeable membrane. That's the only thing I remember from uh, biology. Uh, Mitochondria, powerhouse of the cell. Oh, that's right. That is, there's two things. That's right. Uh, Calais, uh, on what continent is Swahili widely spoken? On what continent is Swahili? Africa? Correct. She's blessing the rains down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patrick, UNICEF greeting cards are sold to help what group of people worldwide? UNICEF uh, greeting cards are sold uh, to help what group of people? The starving and the hungry, right? It's the children. The children. U- oh, United, the children. Uh, United Nations Children's Fund. That's it. That was our quiz. See? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Painless. Nice. Get Justine back here so we can talk about uh bitty 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 bumbo. That was pretty good. Thanks, man. Are you back, Justine? That's right now. Justine, did you just completely reset my router? Yes. Yeah. Uh but Patrick still worked. That's so weird. That's real weird, right? It's real fucking weird. So weird. I don't know how. He's, like, using his phone or something. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, okay, who's giving us... Uh, Kalei, would you like to give us, since you are our since you are a guest and we are your hosts, what is your pleasure? <laughs> would you like to read the uh, synopsis of... Have you listened to the show? Do you know how Patrick does it? I, You know, I've listened to the show. I'm all right letting Patrick read the synopsis. That was very smart of you because Patrick was about to kill me if someone took his job. So you it's just, all right. I don't mind. You just, only, it's his only job, and he does it very well. He's he, like, why am I here? He's here for, A, the sexual tension. Yep. Obviously. And, B, the for insight. Reason. The insight. He's, all, he's also eye candy, but he hides behind the... Yeah, yeah not anymore. I, I he hides himself. Much. He hides behind a screen. He's doing it so he doesn't get typecast. Hides behind a P with a circle. I'm I'm doing it so I don't cause a distraction for the rest of the show. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you. You're you're looking out for the quality. That's good. Uh, All right, go hit it, Patrick. All righty, Selena released on March 21st, 1997. Got a 6.8 on IMDb, a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, directed by Gregory Nava, with a budget of... $20 $20 million gross worldwide what? $35.7 million with 32.5 of gross sales coming from opening <laughs> weekend. Hey, we're that's a quiz part. We're supposed to guess. <laughs> Let me see. I don't remember if this was a hit. I'm going to say $37 million. I'm going to guess and say 35.7. Just a wild, just a blind guess. Yo, yo, yo. Kalei, let me let me tell you something. Normally, I would I would yell at you and berate you, but give that about three weeks. She's a guest, but you're a guest. Uh, but I appreciate that you did some homework. I can't be mad. She did her homework, guys. Yep. No, you can't. You're absolutely right. I mean, you did take Can a. You for the grace. Next time when she plays, she's gonna have the right answer, guys. 
Yeah, that means we got We got That means we have to actually like figure it out. Uh, yeah, don't look. Never look at the grosses because that's kind of a game we do. It's a little guessing game that we stole from the uh, home video hustle. Shout out to Brent. Uh, by the way, no, forget it. Okay. Uh, okay, Selena. We're talking about Selena. This is, of course, Selena is based on the uh, life of the real uh, Tejana singer Selena. Uh, and, uh, this was a, this is, I don't remember this being uh, a particularly massive movie when it came out, but in subsequent years, uh, through repeated airings on cable, it has become the movie of a generation. It is La Bamba for the millennials is what it is. Um, so yeah, this is kind of the, uh, I mean, for me between the two, uh, I'm going to say it right now and I'm going to upset a lot of people. La Bamba, the superior movie. Okay. Don't no no no! Don't give me. Did you? Do we have anyone? Is there any one character in this movie that is compelling as Bob, the brother in La Bamba? No, there is yes. no. Who? The dude with the crazy mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know his entire life story. I want to know why he carries hot sauce in a holster. <laughs> no 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 no! Not um not the not the husband, the backup singer. He's not a backup singer. He's a He's backup singer, singer to me, and that's all that matters. Already. What is he, Justine? He's a singer. I'm trying to find his name though right now. <sighs> because if you watch the show, this guy went, um, he had his own band, and then they were performing, and then she performs, and then his dad goes, hey, do you want to um, go on the road with us so she can have a break for her voice? So she can rest it because she's singing the whole time. And they're like, okay. And then they all form this huge family and he starts touring with them and he ends up leaving because he has his own band. So, mm. so you watch it on the show. This is the show really delves into this. So when I watch the show and then I watch this movie, because I haven't watched the movie after the show, I now know who every single person is on that thing. Oh, nice. Cause they do show a guy there in the tour bus with glasses. And that's the guy that wrote, um, Como la floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, I think part of the reason that my rejection of it, well, first of all, the whole Selena phenomenon kind of, I was not, that's not where I, the stuff I was listening to in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, you know. Uh, I had the BC Boys and other things to keep me company, so I wasn't really into what was going on in the Tejano scene. Um but, uh, you know, after her death, obviously became super famous. It was already kind of, she had already kind of broken through with a couple of songs or was starting to break out. So, you know, people knew who she was. But my big thing, what's my big thing? And we've talked about this on the show is representation. To me, the idea in Hollywood that uh, every, you can just plug in a Latino for another Latino. Is, um, is that very, happens to Asians all the time. Exactly, and it's yeah, you know, it, so yeah, it has. Uh, it, and sometimes we'll get a Filipino playing like a Mexican guy, or oh, Lou Diamond, Lou Diamond Phillips, right, is uh, Filipino and Native mm-hmm. American, and so hey, you look like Richie Valens, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it, it doesn't mean that he doesn't give a good performance. But sometimes I, I feel like there's enough working actors in Hollywood that we can all be appropriately. You know, uh, we, we can all be appropriately cast, at least at this day and age. And, and it shouldn't, it really 
should not matter, but it does because representation, obviously, we, this is something that we, we've been we've talked about many times on the show that representation does matter. So, am I happy a Latina got the job? Yes, um, better than like we talked about putting you know Catherine Zeta Jones in bronzer. Uh, I think uh, Calais was talking about that in the break. Um, yes, but uh, also Puerto Rican, so a different. Not to take any of the way, you know, Puerto Ricans have their own, you know, history and their own story. And so it's like, okay, that's not interchangeable with Mexican. You know what I mean? So that's always a problem for me. But not that's not to say Jennifer Lopez did not do a good job. I, I sometimes forget that she is she's a good actress. And as cheesy as this movie is, uh it's uh she does she does she brings a likable quality to Selena. Um very innocent, likable quality. And um we were just here for Edward James almost. That's and of course, but it's true. But, you know, but like, hey, look, you know, uh, <clears throat> this movie is not without its problems, but I think it, it sets out to stuff. Every biopic suffers from the fact that you already know what's going to happen. Right. You know, you know, it's a, if it's if it's if it's a story about Lincoln, you're just waiting for the uh, w- w- when are they going to get to the theater? You know, it's one of those things like you, you, we all know how it ends. Right. So Abraham um, Lincoln, Vampire Slayer. Hey, there you go. Uh, we don't know how that's going to end. She just looked yeah. at him like, what is your problem, dude? Um, but uh, yeah, so this movie is not, I'll say it straight out, this is not one of my favorites. My brother loved this movie. So that was part of the reason that it made it onto the digital movie club was my brother. And the music is good. The music is great. So, And of course, it features our patron saint, Edward James Olmos, the patron saint of the podcast. <laughs> Bill Adama, Husker himself. Um, uh, th- th- there are good moments in this movie, though. So let's let's go with now that you've heard from the main detractor. Let's talk about. We're going to talk to the person who loves this movie the most. And this hit when she was in. She she's t- told us before the show. This hit when she was in the middle of the Spice Girls. And so, what was going on in your life musically at this time, Justine? When when uh, when Selena hit. Um. I think I was like getting into, I was like in the middle of my boy bands and my girl bands and a little bit of, cause I would hang out with my cousin and she would babysit me and we were listening to like En Vogue and shit like that. Nice. <laughs> but she got me my little bit of those like R&B hits. But Selena was part of that. She had her little love songs. Yeah. So you would be in your room listening to In My Room, right? <clears throat> Is that what you would be doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how did you feel when you saw the movie? I love this movie. I think I watched this for my birthday. There was like a few years in there when I was little where we would just go to the movies as my birthday thing and I would bring all my friends. It came oh. out the day after. Yeah, it's the day after my birthday. With them. And you said the date. I was like, it must have been my birthday that I went. That's great. Um, but yeah, we watched it. It was great, and I remember being like, we have to go get the CD, and I had to go out and go get it. <laughs> and I was like, wait, she has other albums? And I bought those other ones, too, and then when I played it, I was like, wait, it's all in Spanish. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I just I had both of those two albums. You, you didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> it you, was great. I loved it. You just wanted to put on a, a bustier and dance uh, cumbia. Hell yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that line. Did this come out, Patrick? 
Patrick's off air. 97. Pat- 97, yeah. Yeah, 97, sorry. Yeah, I could have done that. I could have worn a, my little training bra with little beads on it and stuff. My nieces had the little costumes. They had the little wigs and they had the costumes and the little pants with the flares on the bottom. It was really funny. And the little microphone, that that echo mic. It was a little microphone you sang into that would echo. It wouldn't amplify your voice, but it sounded like you were singing. I love this album. It's like when you're little and you had a CD, it's like the only thing you listen to over and over. Is it like all the time for months? Um, It's great. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, how did you deal as a little kid? Did you did you know how Selena died? Did you was that common knowledge I to you? I learned all about her from the movie. Wow. So, did you cry? Oh yeah, it was sad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I remember hating Yolanda, who is definitely an actress, but still in my heart. <laughs> Whenever you went back and watched the Goonies, you're like that bitch. Heart, she's you saw Imagine how that actress fell afterwards. You know, like, I wonder how TV that show, situation. Watching went the down. TV show, you're like, well, look, she's portraying that lady. <laughs> right. Not even. Well, what's weird about the movie is she comes in so late that it almost has no impact. So in the show, she's definitely there a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. And she's um, a bridesmaid in the wedding, too. And she's, she's definitely funny. intertwined in that with that family, but they just don't show it in the show. In the movie, in the movie, yeah. Oh, sorry, in the movie. Yeah, they they kind of bring her on so late that it's you're just almost like, wait, what happened? Like, how how did this all of a sudden? It's just like, uh, yeah, you know, it happened so fast that it, there's almost like no impact to it. It's, it's like mm-hmm. kind of like there's the, more of a connection, and she's like family to them, right? On the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, Selena, uh-huh. talk about it. Um, it's not my type of movie. You loved it. I loved Edward James almost. I mm. loved the scene with the cholos in the bus. <laughs> I was fucking dying. Um, it's a fun movie. I It makes me really sad for her and how, like, she would have probably been really famous nowadays. And it's just, like, it's disappointing to see how much she lost out on because someone is, you know, greedy and self-obsessive and it's just it's really sad well what i what i what i think everyone's still asking you these years later is why shoot her if you if you've got you you're obviously guilty of something how is shooting somebody going to help you it's possessive right so she didn't want she felt guilt about uh, taking from her and stealing from her right and so what that is is to cover up or hide the guilt she tries to you know hurt the thing that's hurting her or it's also she understands she's about to lose her in telling the truth or handing over the finances. And so if she's going to lose her, it's going to be on her terms. Hey, there's some psychology yeah. that I didn't think of because I, I always thought that was weird. But, but you know what's funny is you tend to think of it now. You tend to think of the whole situation as a movie because in my mind I was like, well, it's weird that the, that the dad didn't – as controlling as the dad was, why wasn't he the one confronting – uh, Yolanda. Because she was trying to cover it. So she was talking to her outside of their fighting. That's what I figured that had to be. And she also works for her, but she was also just doing everything because she kept harassing Selena calling her. Ah. Uh, okay. I need to watch the TV show now. It's so good. You get all the music. It's really good. Alright. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, Patrick, you, but not being your kind of movie, what are your takeaways? I, 
What are yeah, your takeaways? I'm not a big R&B person in general. It's uh, not, it's not R&B, it's Tejano. Oh, but a lot of the extra music that she sings. Oh, in the beginning when she's doing all the yeah. all the disco yeah. covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh You don't like rockabilly, you don't you don't like R&B. No. You don't drink, you don't smoke. What do you do? Uh I'm addicted to caffeine. Don't, drink, don't smoke. Uh <laughs> you know. Uh, what is your favorite kind of music, Patrick? Uh, rock and roll, usually. What kind of rock and roll? The Ooh, kind of the kids all love? Classic, folk, whatever you want. You, you're a big. Uh, let me. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna name some bands that I feel like a guy with your facial hair would be into. Go for it. Let me see. If <laughs> uh, uh, of course, Mumford and Sons, right off the top. Yeah, at one point. Yep. When uh, they first came out. Uh, the Lumineers. No. Uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic mm-hmm. Zeros. One song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what's the Decemberists? No. Uh, Bright Eyes. I actually don't like the Decemberists. Mm-hmm. I do not like Bright Eyes. Uh, uh, they got really overrated. Uh, Fleet Foxes. Nope. Uh, we talking about them. They have uh, a concert. Bonnie Var. Mm, his first album was good. Uh, Ray LaMontagne. It's amazing how many of these bands I can name. Um, um, I think um, you're talking more about yourself right now than me. Uh, I do like uh, the Fleet Foxes. I do like the Fleet Foxes. Uh, uh, what's another? Uh, uh, what's another band that's there's way too many? There's like 19 people and they all look like craft bartenders. Thank him. No. Um, yes. What's What's another one? So no. Uh, BTS. No. A Blackpink. Nope. I'm not. Justine loves Blackpink. Mm-hmm. All right. Kalai, what's your favorite band? I My know it's Kalai. Yes. Or f- performer, singer. My favorite performer of all time is Taylor Swift. Okay, we're out. Uh, this is a good way to end the show. Uh, we finally reached the end of the internet, guys. That's it. We have to kill it. Uh, I can't I can't stomach this. I've got to go. My my stomach hurts. You can stomach my Spice Girls, but you can't stomach Taylor Swift because the yeah. because like they're clarification on that because yeah, the Spice Girls top three on the Billboard is the one dying, because the know. Spice Girls are kitschy and fun and Taylor Swift is just Taylor Swift. So I got. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into it. Catchy eras of music, multiple genres, talented no. on multiple instruments. No. It's all right. I'm not a Swifty. Who else does that? The Swifty. Is that what they call you? I'm gonna I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna be unusually uh, uh, contentious with a with a first time guest, and I'm gonna quote my teenage daughter who said, "I would be on board with Taylor Swift if her whole brand wasn't, hey, this is your fault, not my fault." Uh, So that's that's I'm quoting my teenage kid. I'd argue that that's a theme that gets put on women's music in general. Uh, I mean, y- yes and no. You, I mean, you have artists going back as far as you know. I mean, Billie Holiday and 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 artists like that. Where yes, you are. Uh, I don't want to say complaining, but you know, you're you're wearing your heart on your sleeve, right? Everybody's frozen, but me. Justine's frozen. No, we're here. Justine, Justine is frozen, frozen mid French fry. Eating a fry. 
Yeah, it's a little weird. I think it's hard for I think it's hard for a woman like Taylor Swift who lives her entire life in the public eye to get any kind of um, any kind of uh, recourse as far as someone taking her side. So she does have to advocate for herself, right? Because she has these high profile breakups and she has to advocate for herself. I mean, I personally think she's incredibly talented. It's just music's not for me. I mean, I'm a hater, so what am I going to do? I'm going to hate, hate, hate. I'm especially a big fan of her uh, albums, Folklore and Evermore. Those are like stories. Okay. They are reflective of parts of her life, but she tries to put together stories that like aren't necessarily hers. She sings a song about the woman who used to own her house. All right. Don't make me don't make me examine the work of Taylor Swift. That's the last thing I want to do. Now you got it, Mario. If you feel inclined, <laughs> if you feel like inspired, <laughs> day in a quiet corner of your home, you pop on some Taylor Swift. You don't even have to tell me. T Swift. T Swift. I need to know yeah. what every album means to you, Mario. I'll tell you what. You know. You know. There's people that I respect. You know. Pat Francis is a huge, huge Taylor Swift fan. Uh, so there's people that I that I respect and admire that that really do enjoy her work. Uh, I just don't know that it's for me, and I don't know that I'm qualified to. I don't know that I'm qualified to to judge her music uh, accordingly, just because it's not my kind of music. But I will say that I am that that part of my interpretation of her, or actually part of my reluctance to embrace Taylor Swift, is just the celebrity that are, that surrounds Taylor Swift, and mm. and and. Certain people, present present company excluded, certain people I know who enjoy, who worship Taylor Swift, who have character flaws that I find uh, 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 very uh, characteristic of, uh, you know, <laughs> a certain type of person. So that is nothing to do with you. That has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. There's just there's a certain type that she's tends yeah, to attract there's a correlation. There is, but correlation is not causation. I think I'm blaming, Correct. I'm blaming Taylor Swift for the fact that she attracts a certain type, but it's like any band does that. You know, if you, mm-hmm. like, if you, if you, like you know, the Beatles, oh, like the Beatles, like Pink Floyd, like if I mention Pink Floyd, it's going to get a, a certain type of person, right. <laughs> or the grateful dead. And so you kind of have to take Eddie, Eddie Vedder is a perfect example of that for me. I cannot stand people who sing like Eddie Vedder. So for me, all of, uh, you know, uh, Eddie Vedder takes a bullet because so many people try to sing like him, you know. So it's the same thing. It's, you know, it's the same thing with Taylor Swift. She's a a talent. And obviously there has to be some talent there because you can't be, you can't sell as many records as she has without some kind of talent, right? Right. But am I going to bother to dig into that or am I just going to have a knee-jerk reaction? I'm gonna have I'm a I'm gonna have a knee jerk you know reaction. Opinion I really want on Taylor Swift, John. Uh I don't know where John would go. I don't know if he's listened to Taylor on Taylor Swift. Swift. I know I, John would John would take the time to actually. John would take the time, and, and that's why we love him. Say whether he, he likes it or not, and that's why I want his opinion. I'm not gonna lie though that the haters gonna hate 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 is catchy AF. It is. It's very different than the type of music she's doing now. So she's grown as an artist. Oh, absolutely. I think that's very evident in her albums. It's What's her first album? It's Taylor Swift. It's her debut album. It's a country album. Um, and now she's doing like almost folk music. All right. I mean, her last album, Midnight's, was a collection of songs that she wrote 
at midnight throughout different times in her careers. And that's also reflective, I think, in the album. Different in how it's produced from those eras. But there are some beats and things that you can find that are reminiscent of things she was doing in other albums and other eras. I'm going up against a Taylor Swift scholar, and I have no evidence to back my claim that she's terrible. This is awful. <laughs> That's what happens. It can be a continuous conversation. No, I, it has been with several people. This is like the Beatles. This is like the. This is like a. It's like I'm fighting a two front war now. Mm-hmm. Now it's now it's the Beatles and Taylor mm-hmm. Swift, and I gotta just mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I, I gotta. Mean, Mario just loves the Beatles and will never admit it. No, you know they bore already, me. He's already painted this, this image. <laughs> they himself. bore me. Um, now. They bore me and there's so, no... Mm-hmm. Selena. Listen, they, this, this, this show's all about tangents. It can't... Look, we've, we've talked about it. It can't always be about hobbits and lightsabers, but it has been about hobbits a little bit this 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 week. I mean, so. you have a Beatles... You have a Beatles poster directly behind you. Yeah, so. see? There it is. Pat Francis gave me that, the, the Beatles. <laughs> there it is. Like, oh, I hate the Beatles as you as as you have there. as I myself who love the Beatles do not have a poster of them in my house. That is uh, the Kinks. You do. That is an ad- the Beatles. That is an advertisement for a Kinks documentary called "Do It Again." That's, uh, what, that's what that is. It looks like Beatles. It's signed by the director. Yeah, that's not. It's the Beatles. No, that's the Kinks. <laughs> I love the Beatles. Yeah. Of course you do. <sighs> I don't really know them. So what did you think when you saw Jake's tattoo? What is Jake's oh, tattoo? The um Hey Jude. Mm-hmm. Uh he told me that it was kind <laughs> I laughed. Are we getting an opinion? opinion on my tattoo? I laughed because he was like, Oh, like and it's like my mom's name. And I was like, Yeah, just like one off from getting the heart with the arrow through it that says mom. Sure, this is like your spin on that. You should have. Why didn't you? <laughs> Because my grandma wanted a rose on her bosom, so I got a rose on my bosom. I didn't know about this tattoo, Jake. Patrick, tell us about Jake's he died tattoo. From uterine cancer, okay. He's got a he's got a red rose on his chest that says "Hey Jude." We know about it. We've talked about it before. Yeah, God, I'm old, guys. I forget things. I barely remember your names. See, look right there. I'll give you a little sneak. Look at that. See it right there. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. No, you. But it's uh, the ultimate Beatles tribute. Yeah. Way to bring it down. Yep. So, Selena. So, so Selena. <laughs> Justine, uh, Taylor Swift or Selena? Um, Selena. What are you eating, by the way? Farmer Boys Burger. Oh, my God. You got Farmer Boys? Mm-hmm. The only good thing ever to come out of the uh, IE. Um, you know what the thing about uh, Farmer Boys? The burger's always a little disappointing. Always a little. I don't know. They should be better. Are you disappointed, Justine? Are you disappointed in your Farmer Boys burger? No, it tastes fine. See, it tastes fine. fine. It tastes good. It tastes fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good burger. It's, a fine, it's fine. The only issue I have is I wanted a small burger and they don't do that. So I had to get the simple one, but it still had a thick burger, and I didn't care for get the, the thick get the junior cheeseburger. I didn't see junior. There's a junior cheeseburger they have. There's a junior cheeseburger they have. Who's gonna know that it's for you? The St. Carl's Junior. Yeah, the St. Carl's. They say no Man, you talk about a disappointing burger, man. Carl's Junior. 
It used to be great, oh, hold, and hold, it, hold, hold on it is okay, awful. On. It's terrible. It's not that they're terrible. They're just overpriced for what you get. And they bury it all in sauce. Like 3 a.m. to want to eat that. You don't like a saucy burger? I have never. The last, I mean, their fries are terrible. Uh, they've never, I mean. You know whose fries are terrible? Del Taco. <laughs> you know what? Del Taco used to have good fries. You know when they started screwing, when their fries got awful? When they started adding a fried stuff to the menu. So when they started adding shrimp and the chicken, so it all comes out of the same fryer. It ruins the fries. Ruins the fries. Yeah, we got Del Taco the other day, and they're just, they're like unseasoned. Yeah, they used to be they great don't fries. They fry them long enough, and yeah. it's just it like, it's just like I took a bite out of a potato. No, used to be good. Not anymore. Not anymore's. Mm-mm. Back back in my day. Back in my day. Back back when Taylor Swift was putting out. Back when Taylor Swift was putting out country western albums, Carl's Jr. had good flavor. Even before, ah, Carl's Jr. has been terrible for years. I think now. that I think there's a correlation there. Oh, also, can we please stop hyping up the habit? That's another moderate. So you don't like charbroiled burgers. That's another moderate burger at best. I agree, moderate. Yeah, it's fine. Is it your favorite? Stop. It can't be your favorite. <laughs> That's good. It they're can't. good. They're good. They're not great. They're good. They're okay. They're solid. They're I'll okay. Give it like a seven. It'll. It's better than McDonald's. Anything is better than McDonald's. McDonald's is your baseline. Terrible. Not good. Well, who serves your? I, we're just. We're just completely throwing. There's no Selena anymore. What's your ideal? What's ideal burger? Like where's what place has the closest to your ideal burger? Uh, G Burger when it was open, those were the best oh. burgers in the land. You're right. If we wanted to be on theme, we would be talking about our favorite pizza places. Oh, you're right. Hey, what's your favorite hot sauce? Oh, that's even better because her husband Chris Perez put out a hot sauce after she died. Did she really? Did he really? Yeah, Perez's pepper sauce. I'm gonna go pick some up. Does it come with a free holster? <laughs> I, oh, that would be great. I would pay twenty dollars for I'd pay twenty dollars for a hot sauce if if it came with a holster. Absolutely. Uh, uh, my dad used to carry around my mom's sauce in a little jar. Sometimes he'd have it. He'd bust out. That's adorable. That's very cute. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, back to the back to Taylor Swift. No, back to Selena. <laughs> Taylor Swift. We were talking to Patrick. Patrick, obviously Edward James, almost the big draw for you. Mm-hmm. Rate his performance here. What did you think? Oh, he was fantastic. Right. I really enjoyed him in this. I thought he did a really good job um, bringing some empathy and some depth to the role that could have probably been a little bit thankless. Um, he he was definitely entertaining, uh, and he's always captivating when he speaks. I mean, just the way he talks uh, when he's talking to them in the car about. Um, what it's like living is a Mexican American. I thought that was a, a really good uh, perspective. Yeah, that's a highlight of the movie for me. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad, we, I think every, I think my dad had a, a variation on that conversation with me, at one point uh, when I was growing up. Um, I just get yelled at when I go to Filipino stores. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, te- you didn't teach you the Galug when you were little. <laughs> the YouTube. Your mom and dad didn't teach you. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, there was a time uh, growing up when they were telling kids, they were telling parents of kids, at least for Latino people, they were telling them, don't teach your kids 
uh, two languages because it confuses them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know all Europeans know is a lie, right? European kids yeah, speak like eight, eight languages. They were telling to know two, if not three or four languages, growing up in yeah UK. Yeah, in, yep. luckily my mother just said, "Forget that. I'm going to teach him the worst Spanglish I know how to teach him." So now I've got Spanglish under my belt. Actual Spanish, not so much. Uh, but yeah, uh, that is a, an interesting scene. The interesting interesting thing about the character of the father is they make it very obvious early on that he had some disappointments in his life. He's obviously living mm-hmm. vicariously through his children. Yeah. Is something of a stage dad, mm-hmm. controlling, uh, overbearing, almost unlikable, but somehow Edward James' almost performances pulls him in and makes him a likable character. You kind of understand yeah, why. He, it's like a turnaround when he forgives her to get it, getting married. Right. Oh, that, I, got you. Yep. I feel like that mm-hmm. turned that around. Right. But I feel like it's, it's a lot of is a lot is in, is in his performance. He could have gone so over the top that he was, he was irredeemable to the audience and he gets close. He kind of, he gets close to that line, but never crosses it. And so uh, I think that's, yeah, but that scene where he just says it's never going to happen. This ends now pulls over the bus. It's a very intense scene, very emotional scene uh, in a movie where that's not, necessarily how they play it you know they it's kind of at a at a shallow level and he kind of brings some depth to it so you're right there patrick uh jake obviously selena big influence on you uh growing up uh what uh what did you think of the movie man um i thought it was great um jennifer lopez really uh, does bring like this super you know charming innocent likable quality to selena um, and Edward James almost, yeah, just just so unlikable and very much like a stereotypical, um, yeah, stage parent where they're, you know, they couldn't make it themselves. So they try to live vicariously through their kids. It reminded me of um, what the, what's the Michael Jackson's movie? Which one? Uh, I don't remember. Jackson, Jackson 5? Oh, like, are you talking about, uh, you're talking about, uh, 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 Oh, what was Michael Jackson's dad? It was Joe. Yeah. Wait, what was Michael Jackson's dad? Definitely uh, reminded me of that, and that so a similar situation in that way, where it just forces them to practice and. Yeah, I think, I think what works for him in this movie though is the fact that you can tell, even though he is overbearing and controlling, he is doing it with the best interests of them at heart. Right Not for his gain, but for his yeah. family and his right. children's gain, and I right. think yeah. that's why it works a little bit better. It's not necessarily about him and his credit. It's more about seeing. He never had the issue about seeing his kids successful. Yeah, right. He never had the issue that it was about him and their their success was only because of him. It was very much he wanted them to not have to deal with what he went through and continue to strive and succeed uh, where he couldn't. Right. I think it started out that way, but he really did. You know, you're not sure if he's, is he doing it for the money? Is he greedy? Is he doing it? But he really was looking out, you know, for his family. And so, you know, it, it really, yeah. again, very easy to turn him into like a, the villain of the, of the movie or like a secondary villain. And they didn't go that way. They, they showed that he, they, he still had a really strong bond with his daughter, which was nice. I thought, I thought it was nice that it went that way. Uh, so Jake, did you uh, enjoy the music? I, I mean, I love Selena. I love 
yeah, uh, bitty bit, uh, but what's this bitty bum bum? Mm-hmm. Bitty bitty bum bum, como la flor. I I mean I love her music. It's not something that I listen to all the time, but I always enjoy it when I do hear it. It's very danceable. Very danceable. It's very these, nice. Yeah, and these hips, these hips need to swing from time to time. So, you know, can't help myself. Uh I've I've heard rumor, I've heard tell, and I don't think anyone here, thank God none of us would be able to confirm this, Jake, but I hear that your hips don't lie. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I I you know, I don't think they do. <laughs> would you like to give us <laughs> would you like to give us a little uh, cumbia lesson right now? Would you like to get up into the dance a little uh, cumbia for us? <laughs> Would you like that to was do such a cute moment between her and her mom? <laughs> by the oh, way, yeah. by the way, if you guys think that the 80s were this easy decade where we were just all wearing, you know, day glow and dancing to, uh, you know, wham and no, all that all stuff. Shoulder pads. I'll tell you what. I want you to look at the toll that the, that the 80s had on Selena's mom in 1981. She's at the beach. She's dancing cumbia. She's young and she's cute. In 1989, you flash forward to 1989, eight years later, she's got the abuelita haircut. She's wearing the shoulder pads. <laughs> what happened to Selena's mom in that decade? Well, they have to age Constance Marie. They only had a four-year age gap, her and Jayla. Right. Right, right. They had to. They had to. They did the same thing in the show too, where they aged her and it was really bad. It's so funny but because you just also had the bad. She had the bad haircuts from back then too, though. They didn't really show that in the movie, but she had some. Did she? Yeah. Yeah, that was you a. See it when you watch the show. Yeah, boy, she aged quick. I was like, "What happened to you?" Mom was young and free just a year or two ago. Man, Abraham really takes a toll. On the family. <laughs> well, he looks like that the whole time. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he never changes. <laughs> uh, it's it was, exhausting. It's to... hmm? What? What? It's exhausting. Bitty, 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 bum, yeah. bum. It's great to see a, just a very kind, humble per- person be successful, you know? Right. Uh, and again, J Lo plays her with that with a lot of kindness, a lot of innocence. Uh, it is a great performance. I'm not, I won't. Uh, I won't deny that. Uh, and uh, you know, between this and, and Anaconda, uh, you start to see that you know J Lo does have some talent. You know, she can. Oh my god! Know, I think Anaconda was feature. a better performance. Yeah, there's a J Lo almost double feature. Right. <clears throat> J-Lo making a she actually we have another big J-Lo movie, movie. We, have, we have the movie that kind of breaks her to that next level uh, after, uh, coming up so we'll look forward to that I won't I won't mention any names but um, she did a great job too um, there's a lot of moments where I'm like I can't tell if she's lip syncing or if it's actually her or not and of course J-Lo great dancer fly girl started out as a fly girl so she has the moves so that's no problem for her um, you know, yeah, I don't know what I don't know. If she sang all the. She, yeah, she only. It's the, it's a slow part of the beginning of one of the songs, right? Is when the, she was on stage. The stage broke. She, she came back on, and she slow started. There she started oh, okay. singing "Come on the Floor." Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, that stage that was uh, that was pretty uh, intense. Scary. That was like a fire in a circus. I told Patrick that I think if she didn't have this movie, she wouldn't have the career she has. You don't think Anaconda put her over the top? 100% it did. I think that's the... Um, I think it opened her up to 
when she wanted to do her music career, it's like, oh, well, she knows she did this movie. And if people thought that that was her voice, then they would think she can sing. Oh, that's true. That's true. And it was such a big role. Like, it just tugged on people's heartstrings. It's kind of like, oh, it was just this great performance. Not to you, but to other people. I thought you did great. All these other roles. They're like, yeah, she could do it. She could do it. That's true. Kind of made her a double threat. If if she didn't have this movie, I don't think she'd be worse. You don't think she would have made, you you don't think Made in Manhattan gets made if, if she doesn't do uh, Selena first? (laughs) Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) You don't think Maiden? She would still be a dancer. Maybe she'd be the Paula Abdul route, but I don't okay. think she would have gotten famous like Paula Abdul. You don't think she she marries A Rod? <laughs> you don't think she marries <laughs> Ben that Affleck? None of that would happen. All right, Kalei. How familiar were you with this before you saw this movie? Uh, there was a period of time where we didn't have cable. We had maybe like five DVDs. This was one of the DVDs. Oh my god! So you were ready. You were ready for I'm this movie. Ready. I have a deep love for this movie. When the series came out, I had some light shed on um, the legal battles that her family was going through for the rights to her name and her um, likeness, all that jazz with her husband and then the original producer of the film. Um, So it was interesting to revisit it. Um, I really... Love this movie. I think it's great. I love a romanticized dreamscape style um, and the flashbacks and everything. I really appreciated the choice to have her lip sync because the movie premiered almost two years exactly after she died. It was a 10 day difference. Um, And then something else I really liked about it was that they were really trying to have representation in the movie you know, bar J-Lo being Puerto Rican and from New York as opposed to um, Mexican-American from Texas for Selena. But even young Selena in the movie, it's right. not the actress singing, it's Jennifer Pena, but she's a um, she's a Tejano singer and, actor, er, and pop singer as well. Yeah, I think they did a good job of casting everybody else in the roles and uh, everybody else giving kind of like, you know, very naturalistic performances. I like that. Uh, you know, we're, you know, Mexican-Americans, we, a lot of us speak with a cadence, a certain cadence, there's a certain accent that we have, um, and it's kind of hard to fake, and uh, I, I feel like a lot of that comes through in the movie. The, the elements of the movie that I do love are like the familial elements, you know, the, the elements of family, it's very realistic in like a, you know, Mexican family. It feels very genuine, everyone's performances. Right. Well, for sure. And because it was so close to her passing... The family was so involved. The entire cast is sitting down with the family, watching home videos. You know, they're having dinner together just so they can watch each other eat. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Wow, Kalei really bringing it. Uh, I see some people right now getting a little nervous. Of course, my job is secure. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to have to figure out what to do when John comes back because, you know, I mean, we're gonna. there's only room on the couch for so many people. Jake. So. <laughs> I know it's my turn. We had a good. You a did good it to yourself, night. Jake. You're like the I guy. You're like the guy that's training people how to use the self checkout at Target. It's mm-hmm. like you're the employee yeah. that gets picked to do that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, let me do show you how to use this. 
Calais pretending like she's not excited, but uh, she's super, super pumped about uh, oh. these compliments flying. Did you, Calais, you did some, uh, it looks like you did some research. First of all, I like this angle on my hand right here. Um, do you have anything else in your notes, in your copious notes that you want to bring forth? Um, that I hate to break people's hearts, but that beautiful moment where Marcella's teaching her how to dance on the beach didn't actually happen. Uh, that wasn't like a um, true moment. It was just a cute moment they decided to have in the movie. But the norm of them going to the beach as a family, which then ties into, of course, Abraham having his moment of reflection on the beach that he shares with Selena later on. Um, Do you remember the scene in the show where they run into Beyonce? Yes. That part. Did they run into Beyonce? Did they Beyonce actually run into Beyonce? Selena. And she's like, oh, my God, that's Selena. And she's there because they're both in Texas. So mm -hmm. they're saying that they ran into each other like at a mall, like an outdoor mall. Yeah. I, um, I wonder if that's true. I, wonder if that's, I don't know. I, and where I was Rihanna? And everyone was just trying to figure it out. So I don't know. Um, As much as like she was played very like innocently, I also think there was like this air of like she knew what she was doing. Right. Like there's this there's the very poised collectiveness that happens when they're at the mall and there, she like winks at her cousin, Sarah. And then there's um, when she goes to Mexico for the first time and she has her interviews and she's throwing in English. Um, really excited. Yeah. Uh, something else cool about the movie is that up close shot of Perez's hands playing the guitar. That's actually Chris Perez. He came to set that day. And he didn't, like, really want to be a part of the movie and, like, seeing it. It was hard for him. And he was like, okay, I'm going to come down to set. He got convinced. And they got a shot of his hands. They used that in the film. Oh, wow. You know what we learned from the show that they didn't do in the movie? Which I wish they did. Because in the show, it was, like, really touching and it made me cry. Was that they didn't know she performed that last song, Dreaming of You. They didn't know about the song. They didn't know she recorded it. It was the last thing she recorded. And then the show, they show them... Um, talking about it like they didn't you weren't there you weren't there and the family's all listening to it and they're just crying over it and they show chris perez like on his bed listening to it and it just died on that scene Where can I, we, oh go ahead i'm sorry it's the last song so it was like what so sad i do love the series i also i love the series yes and um there's an element to the series that it feels less like it's about selena and it's really more about the family and um i'm not saying that this is why but there's also a differentiation in who's executive producing the show and who's getting cuts of money from the show Ooh, controversy shady business controversy. Wait a because originally it's just um the film in 1997 is just produced by her father as far as family members go and they actually signed with one of the producers for the film. Um, let me see if I have his name right here. With um, Moctezuma Esparza. Moctezuma. He's actually suing them right now because in their contract, they were to do a series together. And then they started production with Netflix. Adjusting <laughs> for them to continue production. Um, but they're still actively being sued. But now Suzette is a part of the... Um, oh executive producing team 
And previously, they had been in a legal battle with Chris Perez. And within that battle, Abraham and Suzette's relationship, the brother, A.B., um, that gets destroyed with Chris. And now Suzette is an executive producer on the series. That's a bummer. Mm. That's a bummer because at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, they leave. You know, they're such a family, but money will do that. Money absolutely. So now we need a show behind the scenes of the show, (laughs) like the fallout of all that. We that's what we need. Let's do a documentary. Uh, All right, let's rank it, Selena. Anybody? Anybody? Final thoughts, Selena? 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 Anybody? Mm. Anybody? Anybody? Justine, I know this is a ten for you. No, I just, I love this movie. Um, yeah, it's just part of my childhood growing up. Mm-hmm. I just remember that, listening to it. And she's around the time where I'm listening to a lot of, like, Mariah Carey, like, a lot of women powerhouses right. singing. Right, That was the 90s. That was the 90s, yeah. you know. I put her up there with them. Um, it's just unfortunate that that was her only song after that. Her two big hits here in the U.S. Right, right. So close yeah. to the end. Yeah. Like about to break over, about to break through, you know? Yeah. You never know. Like what if it didn't go well, but she yeah, you know, it, it could have been like, you know, we always say that it's like, Oh, they, they, you know, like they always say that about, you know, going back to Richie Valens, like he was on the cusp of, you know, when Buddy Holly died in, in the, on the same plane crash, people were saying, Oh, he could have been the next Elvis. But then other people were saying, well, he was already doing a lot of pop stuff, like with strings and stuff. He might not have been, the rock and roll influencer that he I was feel, early on. I know people get mad at me and I was a huge fan of Aaliyah, but when people call her the queen of R&B or the princess of R&B, it makes me mad because she might not have made it. I mean, she was already blowing up, but some people faded out. Right. And I, I feel like she could have been part of that. Right. Yeah. Look, and, and also, also who, she would have had to contend with my girl Rihanna a few years later. So, I mean, there's, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, she's supposed to be in the next like matrix and yeah, that that's right. Good. Well, that's the thing about dying at a certain age, right? Your, your place is cemented. Jimi Hendrix, Janis <laughs> Joplin, you know, all these people that die at a certain age, they're, 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 you know, their their stars are cemented into the firmament. So they can never, they can never have that, that James Dean is an actor. He can never, he won't have that fall. So in, 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 in a lot of ways, it's kind of for the legacy, it's kind of a blessing, you know, you know, or someone like Marilyn Monroe, who was kind of already on the way down that kind of elevated her back to a certain level, you know, but, uh, all right, Patrick. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, except for, you know, do it for (laughs) Salinas. Anything for Selena. Anything for Selena's. Uh By the way, Lowrider, not the best vehicle to be traveling through the desert in. Just gonna, Hell just gonna throw no. that out there. It would have been so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> just gonna throw that, that out there. Bright orange right. interior. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna throw that velvet. out there. Yeah, orange velvet. Uh, Patrick, what do you rank? Uh, what do you rank, uh, Selena's? Mm, six and a half. Six point five. Justine, oh. Selena's. So annoying. I give it a 10. 10 for Selena. A 10. Casablanca gets a 6. Selena gets a 10. Bye, Casablanca. That Bye. is what we are dealing with on this show on a regular basis. <laughs> Jake. Mm. 
Um, we have our rule, our hour thirty rule for movies. This hit. This oh, hit. Oh, this is a little over. Five minutes over the hour thirty rule, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it just cruised right on through. Did not. It didn't feel. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like a two-hour movie. No, not at all. No. no, it just you're just blazing through it. It's just yeah, we're we're going right, we're going career. Just yeah, cranking through it. And I thought it was yeah, wonderful ride. I give it a nine. A uh, nine, nueve. Calais, our guest, you are our guest. We are your hosts. What is your pleasure? What do you rank this movie? I'm going to give it a solid nine. I mean, there was a lot of intent. There's a lot of likeness to the family. There was some shots that I thought were just great. I mean, her spinning and them doing those costume changes. I loved that. Yeah, this is this is a nine for me. I'm going to have I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I went into this with low expectations. I hadn't seen it in a long time. Like I said, it was a movie that my brother loved. Uh, I was really taken with it this time. I really, uh, Jennifer Lopez's performance, uh, looking past my own annoyance at her casting, uh, obviously, but obviously she was well-equipped for the job. She did a great job, uh, played it very well, um, made it very likable. Um, you know, just that, again, likability and innocence. Um, and uh, I can totally believe her being that way in real life, having like an overbearing Latino dad. So I totally, you know, could see her being like, you know, Chris may have just been very well the first boy she ever kissed. You know, uh, I could totally see that being true. But um, yeah, it's not without its flaws. It's no La Bamba. Let's just get that right out there. But I'm going to go with Patrick and give it a six and a half. Six and a half for, uh, I'm gonna, I, I, it's bumped up. I was, I, would, I was coming in at about a five. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was coming in at about a five. Why so low? Again, just not my, not my, not my, not, not my thing. Not my. Why do you own it? Not my, I told you my mother, it was my brother's, uh, one of my brother's favorite movies. So you owned it because of that? Yeah. What? You know, well, when your brother wow, dies, you tell me. I didn't know if it was Nicole's. Like I had no idea. No, it was mine. Well, it was also four bucks. Sometimes I see these things are four bucks and I go, no, Mark, you don't need to explain. Thank okay, you, Patrick. Your first reasoning was good enough. Yeah. Justine, that was fucked up. I was just wondering. Maybe so there was something like Mario, I am so sorry. You guys Mario, are so I'm cute. I'm so sorry. Yeah, my those uh Fast and Furious I bought for my brother and then I kept the digital and copy. Digital, yeah. And my brother uh, never even watched them, I don't think. I thought he liked them and I was mistaken. Yeah. I don't think he liked those you movies. Opened up the present you were going to give him, took the digital copies and then gave him No, the I digital. gave him the the present and then took the digital copy. <laughs> I was like, hey, that changes everything. It makes it better. Yeah, it makes I, it so much I go, hey, better. you're not going to use these. I just ripped the tab off. Um, <laughs> the guy had a. The guy had my brother when he passed away. Was he still had the uh, the the setup for Microsoft TV? Do you remember when they when that came out? It was like mm-hmm. a little keyboard and like, like yeah, it was terrible. It was like dial up mm-hmm. for the TV. Uh, so that tells you where he was. He was not ready to watch uh, digital movies. So uh, you know, that's okay. Uh, next week, pardon my yawn. God, what a terrible time for a yawn. Next week, uh, we're either going to watch, we're waiting for John. So the movie next week is either going to be, uh, 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 Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Another one of my least favorite movies. Or, oh. Waiting for Guffman. Which I <laughs> feel, Guffman? Waiting for Guffman, I feel like if, uh, Kale- if you're not going to be on next week, watch it anyway. Okay. I feel like it will speak to you. Okay. I want Kalei to watch all of the um, James Bond movies with me. 
right. Kalei, what is your, uh, what, let me ask you this. And this, I'm, I'm just, I'm being completely, this is none of my business at all. So sure. you feel free to put me in check as if if you if you feel if if that's should it need should it be needed I will do so okay uh, well first of all I'm the host so we don't uh, we don't <laughs> yell at daddy it'll just get edited out no I'm just kidding um what is your what are your are you what are your plans what are your thoughts are you regular semi regular uh, once in a while what what are your plans going forward for the podcast mm-hmm. um. Was this a lark? You just happened to be free, so you watch Selena, and we're watching Selena, or what, what's the deal? Well, I thought it was Hook, so I was coming in hot. Like if it was Hook, I was gonna be on. Well, you just ruined a surprise because our tenth anniversary is coming up, and I'm so sorry. No, it's okay, but uh, we we may be doing a movie. <laughs> we may be doing a movie that I swore we would never do in honor Nobody of being makes it to the end of the episode, anyways. Uh, you know what? Yeah, nobody listens this far. Don't worry about it. You're fine. People, people checked out at the first break. Don't even worry about it. Uh, yeah. So we may we may be doing a movie that we that are that uh, that I swore we would never do in honor of being around for ten years. I thought it needed to have a have an, so. I'm so sorry to keep. No, what I I'm a bad host because I could have just gone. We'll never do hook on this podcast and kept going. So that's my this fault. That's my fault as a host. But you were saying you were getting ready to come in hot to defend a terrible movie. And then actually, I was absolutely <laughs> ready to come in hot and defend a terrible movie. Right. I was ready. I was like, I changed his mind about saving Mr. Banks. I can. Oh, that's this. right. We did talk about saving Mr. Banks at the uh, your big. Uh, that's a, that's another one of your favorite movies. Yes. Um, I Semi-regular. That's all right with everybody. I I don't seem I don't mind. I don't think Justine Justine likes the female energy. Obviously, having more female energy is always good because yes, po- female energy watching male movies like freaking James Bond would be great. We have yeah. we have one coming up. There's only one person hating, and it's only me. We have one oh. coming up, and it's uh, it does feature Oscar nominee Michelle Yeoh. So I want you to be Ooh, very careful one. about. That's a good one. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. What was it last week uh, that we watched? Uh, Jackie Chan first. Oh, oh Mr. Nice Guy. Strike, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Nice Guy. Yeah. Did, was, yeah. Calais had some words for first. Strike. I had a lot of thoughts and feelings about the way they used female characters. I just want you to know, in Jackie Chan movies, ex- with the exception of Super Cop. Starring Oscar nominee Michelle Yeoh, they're basically props. They're basically props. They're basically props. Well, I mean, you say it, Mario. We were like, yeah, he didn't want her on it. So, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. But you don't defend the girls on freaking James Bond. James Bond is the worst movies. I hate him. Well, just because they're misogynistic and they exploit (laughs) women and they objectify women. I mean, the girl's saying, no, I don't want to. And he's like, yeah, we're going to kiss. <laughs> uh, which one was that one? That was very uncomfortable. And a that's lot of he's laying, the bed, he's laying on that massage bed and it like shakes. Oh, that was, uh, I think oh, it was yeah. Thunderball. Was that Thunderball? And takes her into the room and she's like, no, no. And then he kisses her like it solves everything and it's fine. Yeah. Well, it's the 60s. I hate James Bond. <laughs> James Bond walked so the boys could run. Wow. 
<laughs> I like that so much. Oh, wow. You are invited back anytime you want. Yeah. All right. So next week, we'll let you guys know Fifth Element or Waiting for Govan. I will post it on the Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter at Soup Complex, S O U P Complex. Uh, I do have so we do have some special things coming up for the 10th anniversary that are going to be adjacent to our regular show. So be looking out for that. And uh, until then, uh, get well soon, John. Uh, get well soon to our friend Martin, who we just talked to earlier in the show. And then, uh, 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 well, we didn't talk to him earlier. He was on break, but we he's sick too. Everybody's under the weather. Oh, and uh, the lily pot is down with like some kind of horrible ear infection. She's got like, oh. yeah. Oh, so, no. so shout out to the lily pot. I hope you feel better, lily pot. Where we're all pulling for you here. Uh, get well soon so you, we can watch James Bond. The lily pot loves James Bond movies, by the way. Justine. Does she now? She does. Loves them. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. I don't know. For Patrick, for Justine, for Jake, for our new friend, uh, Kalei, we say uh, fight the power. Uh, This transmission ends now.